1: Hello. Welcome back to Farm to Fame. A little different intro as we're still sending our best to Kelsey. Today, I'm Maddie Mass. We have Peter as normal. We have a guest host in Jolly Olive. But as Kelsey likes to say, none of the three of us matter today because (laughs) we have a super special guest in Mets first rounder, Kevin Parada. Welcome in, Kevin.
2: Thank you for having
1: me.
0: It's a pleasure, Kevin. Georgia
3: Tech legend. Yeah, I mean,
0: I'm glad this was the episode I got to fill in on. Kevin, we had the pleasure of meeting over in L.A. during All-Star break. And you've done a lot of big things since, man. You've had quite the year. Yeah, just having a blast with it right now. Trying to just enjoy every moment. So, Kev, you're a part of this Mets team that has spent – Quite a bit of ganj, quite a bit of guap during the offseason. Uh, first of all, I just want to get, like, your initial take about the spending spree, how it's got you feeling as a member of the organization and all that.
2: They want to win. They're spending to win, and I'm, I'm just right there with them. Like, I want to do my best to get to the big leagues and help the Mets win a World Series. So, if they got to spend, and they're, they're spending in all places, at our spring training complex – all throughout the, the farm system as well at the big league level. So I know it's Man, not it's just one thing at the top. It's it, They want to win and produce guys, become the Dodgers of the
3: East. So um, they've, they've, they've made some changes to the spring training facility down there? Because I've been going there since 2006 and it needed some updates, i tell you that. Yeah, I know
2: last year that they had an update. Uh, right now they're doing another update to the facility. And I think it's all new turf and fielding. And everything mm-hmm. and then I know that they have in the works some more development stuff going down so they're definitely trying to update everything.
3: What was the biggest difference that you found out going from Georgia Tech to your first professional season because I know one of my one of my only regrets in life is that I didn't get a chance to experience college baseball. I got a chance to go to Georgia Southern when I was 16 years old. They offered me a full ride and I turned it down to sign, but that's one of the things that I look back on and thought that maybe I would have really enjoyed that because everybody that comes from college to pro ball is like, man, our, our, our system, or what we had going on was, was amazing. You had crowds and then you go to pro ball and you're playing in front of friends and family. What was the biggest adjustment?
2: Yeah, that's probably the biggest adjustment right now is um, we would get big games like um, college playoffs or playing Tennessee and it's just rowdy everywhere. Like people, everyone's talking smack. Like it's just, it gets pretty rowdy. And pro ball, it, it is kind of quiet at this at this level. Um, but the good thing is everyone's there for a reason, and um, so it's a blast. Like I, I enjoy it. And you play every day. That's that's a little bit different in college. If you if you have a bad weekend, you kind of got to wait till the next weekend to pick it up. Where pro ball, it's like you have a bad game can't dwell on it. Otherwise
0: it's just going to turn into a bad week real fast. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, you probably, I assume would have got picked out of high school. Had you not committed to Georgia tech instead, you did a couple of years there and got picked 11th overall by my favorite team was very ecstatic about the pick. Can you kind of just like tell us about draft day? Cause it was like, I feel like it was a little glammed up this year. You know, it was pretty hyped up. Trevor Plouffe was there, our guy. So just take me. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
3: it was,
2: um, yeah, super surreal, honestly, like um, MLB tried to do it right this year by LA, Glitz and Glam Hollywood, like it really was. So they they kind of went all out with it. You had a couple different like banquets where you got to meet like the people that are calling names. Um, obviously, I mean, John Boy had the, that party um, at the All-Star There's game, that. but there was, you had parties all over, like lots of things to do, lots of just everybody in town, like, past big leaguers, people working with the office, like, just everyone was around. It was pretty awesome. And then um, after getting picked, we got I got to,
3: like, meet Pete Alonzo. Um, I thought you were going to say me then, but no, that's fine. Pete <laughs> Alonzo's is fine too. Peter Moylan was yes. cool, but Pete Alonzo, I call him <laughs> home run, so we've got a connection there. I feel you. That's Practically cool. the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same. <laughs> yeah built different but that fucking right man <laughs> you need to step on toes
1: um you're so you were in LA for the draft did you get the experience of going up on stage and everything like that
2: yeah so I um I'm from LA Pasadena area so it kind of made sense for me to go to the draft it was literally my backyard and when MLB said bring whoever you want like we're not going to put a limit on how many people you bring. Like that made it really easy. Um, so it was, it was, really awesome when I got picked, got to go up, shake Rob Manfred's hand and just kind of get my first taste of being a professional athlete uh, with all the media and especially a New York athlete right after that with, <laughs> with all the, the scrums and SNY and all of that. But it was, it's just really cool and, I mean, I'm thankful for it, and now it's like now I'm a professional baseball player and trying to make my way up to the highest level.
3: So, California kid, what, what, why Georgia Tech?
2: <laughs> I wanted to go away from home. Um, my agent now um, recruited me actually to go to go there because he was coaching there at the time. Right, and it was just um, it was it's been a blast. Like I can't, I can't thinking anymore? I did. Obviously, the catchers out of there, Georgia Tech, like Joey Bart, Jason Barrett, Matt Wieders, you you name it. Like, yeah, they. I think they did a statistic that the last fifteen starting catchers out of Georgia Tech have been drafted into wow. MLB baseball, mm. which is pretty pretty impressive. And um, I'm loving every moment of it. And that was I'm glad that I could put my stamp in on it.
1: Hell yeah. We, I think I would be remiss not to ask you about your time at Georgia Tech, especially having the 2022 season that you did. Uh, mm-hmm. top three finalists for Golden Spikes. Unfortunately, the college baseball home run record was broken the same year, so that's a, <laughs> yeah. a, a tough draw. <laughs> um, but from 2021 to 2022, you had a huge jump in, you know, you went from nine home runs to 26, one stolen base to 11 stolen bases. OPS jumps up above uh, 1.0. What changed for you? You were 19 freshman year into your 20-year-old season as a sophomore at Georgia Tech.
2: It was maturity, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, every year you learn something new. And, like, I told people – going into this, like, my freshman year kind of was a gung-ho approach. Like, I wanted to prove myself, prove who I am. That's and I, I did that, like, to what extent. And then my sophomore year, after a year under my belt, knowing that I'm much more established at Georgia Tech, it was like, hey, how can I have a better year than my freshman year, which I hit 318 and had, like, nine homers, which is... If anybody ever says that's a bad year, then they're full of it. So I was like, (laughs) it's like, how how can I make myself better? And part of it was, Hey, I need to get in the gym. I need to get stronger. Um, I was still pretty light. Um, And it was also came down to like swing decisions. And then my biggest thing that I've always been working on is catching. How can I continue to work and get better at that? Because in the end, like that's the part of the position that's going to keep me somewhere and, the bat, and the, bat,
1: the bat is just a bonus. Great answer. Awesome. And then for those listening that don't know, uh, Kevin set the Georgia Tech single season home run record with 26. Oh. Uh, coming down the stretch, we just saw a judge do it at the pro level. Uh, all eyes were set on Aaron Judge as he was coming down the stretch. He said after he hit it, yeah, the pressure, I could feel it the whole way. Is that something that you felt while there?
2: Yeah, no. What Aaron Judge says about that is so true. Like when you get closer and closer to a record, like people are like, oh, you're only one away, you're only five away. Yeah. Like, and all of a sudden it just gets that much harder to do it. Like, and I know that I literally hit my la- I hit my 26th homer to break the record on my last game of the regular season in college. And it was just like, it was, it literally became kind of a countdown. It was, it was like, <laughs> um, but yeah, when it's an extra pressure that it starts coming into your mind and you're just like, you try not to think about it, but you're like, man, it's, I'm close. But yeah, once you hit it, it definitely took a lot of pressure off. And that's when I think like playoffs came around and I mean, we, we obviously didn't end up doing what we wanted to do and make it to Omaha, but I, I tried to do my best and just, be there for the team like I've done all year and, and go win. And we were able to do that to a, a certain extent and
3: unfortunately got cut short. Love it. We well, could do a lot of winning with the Mets. You'll be all right. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. see. Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll of see. Just calm that. 2020, 2024 projections, but I'm, you know, I'm guessing we might see you a little bit earlier than that. But holy cow.
0: Yeah. And you, uh, you got catapulted right into rookie ball with the Mets, spent some time at St. Lucie. And uh, I'm a big, you know, Mets minor league guy. Of course, I like to keep up tabs and stuff like that. St. Lucie Mets won their first Florida State League title in like over fifteen years, and you were like on that team, a huge part of it. And what, like, what was it like to like experience like immediate success in the Mets minor league system?
2: Yeah, it's um, it's interesting because they had already clinched playoffs right when I showed up and signed. And so, like, being a new piece in that team, like, you know that obviously there's expectations and everything, but at the same time, like, these guys have been playing for – now I think it was 100 games at the time already. Mm -hmm. So, you kind of just got to get up and go and do your thing. And you'll you'll get respect around the locker room as you just introduce yourself and just be a nice guy. And just – as you start playing and having some success, like, guys also will respect you that way too, so – um, it was pretty awesome that I got the opportunity that like without, with barely touching professional baseball to even get into the playoffs and then kind of just went from there um, playing playoff baseball and you just get amped up. It's a different gear for sure. And for sure. It's, it was fun.
3: I got expectations. You. Go ahead. Go ahead. John.
0: This is my quick, this was my fun tidbit that I mentioned to you before, Peter, I'm yeah. hoping this is still your walk up song, but if I correct me, if I'm wrong, you walk up to Cult of Personality by Living Color. I do. What's the inspiration behind it? I love that song.
2: Um, so college I was um, it was God's Gonna Cut You Down by Johnny Cash. Ooh, wow. And I obviously had a really good college <laughs> season. So I was like, I was planning on going with that song um yeah. into Pro Bowl. And then all of a sudden, one of my teammates just coming out reliever, like my first day there, (laughs) God's going to cut you down. (laughs) Is (laughs) playing. And I'm like, well, I probably shouldn't have the same walk-up song (laughs) as some guy as a reliever, even though, I'll probably play a little more often going up to the box. So I just just had to like search through and I was like, you know what? I like Colt's personality. So I got to go, I'm going to go with it and and let it ride. And if it changes next year, it changes, but as of now, kind of
0: just going with it. You know, I like the audible call. That's respectable. It's a good backup to have.
3: I like that. Did you have a walkout Pete? Yeah. I had TNT by ACDC. Wow. That's a dad song. That's a dad song. never go wrong with acdc but listen listen i had to i didn't know that i could choose my own when i first got to the big leagues they'd play uh i come from a land down under every single time i ran out (laughs) and eventually eventually i was like guys can i change my song they're like yeah i was like "Shit me like (laughs) so i changed it to tnt and i I wrote that out for the rest of the time but yeah that's uh it's important to get a good walkout song early though yeah establish that
2: before we
1: dive any further into any of our conversation here. I did just want to thank DraftKings for sponsoring this episode. They are an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and it's my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. They have same-game parlays, it's easy, fast payouts, player prop options, and so much more. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do win. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same game parlay and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost and the bigger your shot to win. Huge. Everybody knows I've been drafting or betting on Villanova basketball. Luckily, that's turned around a little (laughs) bit, slowly but surely, as Jay Wright is no longer at the helm. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code JohnBoy, place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code JohnBoy. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. There's
0: like a lot of new faces in the Mets organization now. A lot of change going on. I'm not sure like where you're going to land when you start the year, but like mm-hmm. what is like a goal you've set yourself for the 2023
3: season?
2: Yeah, the biggest goal right now is learn. I'm yeah. um, still very new. Obviously, sign Justin Berlander, have Scherzer, um, Kodai Senga, like lots of new guys to learn from. Um, and we actually have a lot of veteran talent on the, on the big league club. So I'm just excited to learn from those guys and take what I learned in spring training. Um, and then after that, go – go out and play and do my thing and just really enjoy every single moment of it, compete and do my best to keep grinding it out and, and moving up. Have you ever been to big league camp? Uh, I mean, we'll see. I haven't gotten an official call, um, but that's, that's hopefully the, hopefully that happens. And I mean, you'll see the guys around, so you you can
3: always learn from them. You mentioned expectations before. I'm interested that do do the Mets sort of, give you a pathway that they want for you or do they just wait for you to do what you want to do? Um, the Mets pretty much told me, Hey, we want to make
2: you the best catcher that you can be and go, go hit, go be who you are and don't, and just get better at every other, every other part of your game. And most like their goals to hopefully make me to the big leagues in a couple of years and develop me into the best catcher that I can be. So that's that's really what they told me there's no set path there's no like hey we're gonna put you here or here yet like i don't know any of that and they're just like go work out go do your thing and we'll figure it out as it goes
3: i'm feeling you're gonna gonna be forcing your way out the levels real quick man i I love i love the way you speak i love the confidence i love the the fact that you've got it all behind you and it's all in front of you too man I, i can't wait to see what you do thank you so much yeah
1: um we know all the on the field stuff. Lastly, before we close it out, what are you, what is Kevin like off the field? Is it a, a movies and TV shows? Is it collecting shoes? What are we looking at?
2: Yeah. um, Actually, one of the biggest things I do love is I know it's part of baseball, but I do love working out. Oh. Uh, it really just calms me down. I love going to the beach. I like being outdoors a lot. I uh, started golfing during COVID because you couldn't do anything else, yeah. <laughs> and I really just became a liking to it, and I do enjoy that. So I like being outside. I mean, I have my days where I want to watch a movie or play a little bit of video games, but I'm I'm normally outside trying to do something, enjoy the fresh air.
0: Good answers, sure. love it. Good questions, Maddie. Um,
1: Pete, do you want to yes. wrap us up with an Aussie lingo? Oh, my goodness. Okay. So while Pete looks up a word, uh, if you couldn't tell at this point, he is from Australia. Uh, yeah. I know he oh, shocks a lot of people. That's what but, that is. Okay. Uh, yeah. Every Farm to Fame episode, the last thing that we do is Pete picks an Australian word and we convert it into, or we take our best guess at what that word means in American English.
3: Okay. Oh, gosh. you have never gotten one of these. Tinny. 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 T I N N I E. Jolly, do you have thoughts? Oh fuck, dude. Uh let's see.
0: Tinny. <laughs> it's never like what you think it is. Ever. Mm-mm. So I'm just gonna go like out in left field. I think a tinny's like a flower.
1: Okay. I will go with a like a trash truck. <laughs> oh, here comes the tinny down the street.
0: I like that. Okay. Like, see, that's a little too British, though.
1: Is a tinny
2: yeah. like a shoe? No.
3: But <laughs> it a tinny it is me. a can of beer. We call oh. that a tinny. Get, crack, oh. a can of tinny's boys. I should have went simple. I overthought that. Simple. I went. That's, way, what, that's how we we'll get you. That's how we get you. I'm go for five now or some shit. That's fine. I think I think <laughs> I think Maddie's ever got one. Never? No, he's got one. I've gotten yeah, one. Okay. Do they even speak English down there? Like, <laughs> it doesn't seem like it now. <laughs> I work on television, dude. Come on. I got some words. We when to get into rhyming slang. Oh my god, it's all Oh, right. oh no. All oh, right. Cut
0: the show. Cut the show. It's over. That's <laughs> over. <laughs> uh, thank man. you guys for tuning in. Kevin, thank you for joining us, man. It was an absolute pleasure.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, man. Oh, thank it. you for coming on. We are we're all your biggest fans at this point, And I Most know Kelsey it. is too. Jolly definitely has a little extra bias with the Mets. Side. Peter's actually biased
0: <laughs> against you. So listen, you
3: we're play. listen, we're big into catches in Atlanta at the moment, so you might be part of a trade that we just just stockpile <laughs> wow, catches. So. We're not can we
2: guys. can we just talk about Jolly's homer off, um You off, saw God a boy. homer?
0: Wow. Oh, I, I did see that. My I was di- I was <laughs> dying of laughter. Dude, first of all, tough. You had to see that stat line right before it. That's tough. If you hadn't
3: read the comments after Jolly's previous tournament, you would never have played Blitzball again in uh-huh. your life. But he was uh-huh. like, you know what? <laughs> Frick all that shit. I'm gonna get up there. I'm gonna take. My- I'm gonna take the boss of the company uh-huh. deep. Now he owns the company, so it's amazing. <laughs> 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 so
0: funny. I uh, just made my day, Kev. I love
3: it. That's awesome. Yeah, that was awesome.
1: Saw? Do you watch all of those, or are you like on socials?
2: uh no i just like watch the highlights because yeah. re- they're really funny not gonna lie sure. so I, <laughs> I have a bl- i have a blast of that all the all the shit talking is just hilarious hey, if i'm at the so, warehouse
0: right now we gotta get you to come through at some point yeah well, it's a different animal i am down i'm it's down that'd be a lot of fun i love that yeah
2: awesome.
1: i was gonna say if you're in atlanta you can golf with pete yes. but if you're in new york we'd love for you to come by the warehouse come by the office. Um, we we have a height chart in our office, so Uh-oh. everybody that comes through, you got to sign the height chart. Uh, I don't know how tall you are, but there are some Goliaths on there, so be prepared to be a little bit humbled. But tippy
0: toes are allowed, though. Yeah, when I
2: work when I work out, I'm I look at all these all these pictures around me that are like six four, six five, six ten. Like, wait, there was a guy at the facility today that was a tennis player that was like six ten, and i was Jesus. just like. i'm like what like what who made you like what (laughs)
1: athletic
3: n610 (laughs) yeah
1: uh but we did we did get john boy and jake up there on the wall too so they balance everything out they're down as kelsey always says farm on farm Mm. often yeah thank you again kevin that was awesome um thank you jolly for subbing in for kelsey And we will see everybody next Wednesday.